This Israel report is brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Owning properties in Israel can be a great investment, but challenging to manage if you're based abroad. The Blue Agency will manage every aspect of your property, finding and vetting tenants, maintaining your property and getting it rental ready, negotiating contracts and collecting rentals, reporting back to you regularly. The Blue Agency has built a reputation for trust and confidentiality over 20 years. The Blue Agency, your Israel property is in good hands. Contact us at www.thebueagency.com. The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Rolene Marks, a very good morning. How are you? I think like all of us, Howard, I woke up with a knot in my stomach as we anticipate the release of the first group of hostages later today. Uh, I think all of us are, are extremely, extremely anxious, you know, who's coming back. Uh, what conditions are we going to get them back? We we just don't know. So a lot of anxiety here in Israel. We are bracing for a very, very difficult and emotional next couple of days. Very frightening. And uh, I see that there was, you know, people posting who's coming back today, who isn't. Do they have insight into, we know 13 today and we know who they are or the, or they know who they are. I'm not sure we do, but, but does, do we know beyond today until we get to this 53? We don't. And the government were very careful to stress last night, please don't believe rumors. Uh, something that you and I have been speaking mm-hmm. about a lot, that they have uh, the list of people who will be released, the list of hostages who will be released, and they are in consultations with their families, they are examining the list, and more than that is not being made public. There will be no uh, press conferences, media conferences today. The hostages that are released will be treated with the utmost sensitivity and uh, concern for their well-being and not for anybody else's need to know everything. As you said uh, a couple of weeks ago, that you know we, we all seem to feel entitled to know everything. And I, I think we can all agree that right now we are not entitled to know everything. We've got to put the... Uh, the needs of our families and certainly of our hostages above all else. So we don't know the list. Let's not speculate. Let's not, as the government said, believe rumors. Let's handle this with the utmost uh, sensitivity and respect that it deserves. So frightening. It's really scary. And uh, the, is, is there a, an organ? How does it work? Is there an organized central point? For the hostages to to be brought to, how, how does it look? Well, that is a great question because we have been preparing. The hospitals have been practicing. They have actually been doing uh, some dry runs. So what we do know is that uh, the 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 first group will be. Um, handed by Hamas to the Red Cross and they will be transferred to IDF representatives at uh, the Rafa crossing and, uh, and, and following initial checks and I'm sure there will be IDF um, medics with them or doctors with them they will be sent to one of six Israeli hospitals Soroka, Sheba, Wolfson Ichilov, Shamir or Schneider Children's Medical Center there will be medical staff from the health ministry 
um, who who will determine which released hostage or where you know where they will go. If mothers and children are released together, and we don't know. Uh, they will be uh, uh, taken together. They will absolutely not be separated mm, at mm, all. Mm. Uh, any uh, close family members will be notified uh, to where their family members are so that they can be um, transferred and reunite with them. Now, I know one of the family members of uh, one of our child hostages said uh, yesterday she doesn't know she she has lost her parents um, and asked if rather a family member rather than an IDF soldier because mm, the child mm. might be scared if they see a, a, a soldier if, if they could be there uh, we don't know more than that but I think we all, we need to understand that uh, these hostages don't necessarily know exactly what happened on the 7th of October the, uh, the full degree uh, of the atrocities uh, of who has been murdered uh, they don't know um, you know, I understand they were taken uh, a, a lot of them in, in the uh, in, in the heat of what was going on. Many of them from the Nova Festival, so they don't know uh, exactly what has happened. That uh, whole families, that communities have been uh, wiped out. How many people have been murdered? That we are in fact in a state of war, and they may have been held underground. Uh, for all these nearly 50 days. So, you know, we have to take into consideration all of that. Uh, and the, the health ministry has stressed they will also be monitoring them very, very carefully, uh, how they feed them. We don't know what condition we're going to get hostages in. And, of course, very, very sensitively, any of our female hostages, and we know from the footage of some of those taken, uh, female hostages that were taken, that they were sexually assaulted. Uh, we, we see the images, very, very, very upsetting images. Um, we don't know what, uh, what degree uh, we will examine them. And when they are ready, they will be uh, debriefed. And, of course, we will handle uh, children with a debriefing as absolutely sensitively as possible. Yeah, it's it's just it's just too difficult to contemplate this, and uh, yeah, you know, I, I've tried not to even really go there in my mind, in terms of the hostages, because sometimes I just find it it's too overwhelming and it's too much. But now that they are returning, it's it's almost impossible not to. It's impossible not to really consider what they what they have endured, what they've been through, and what they're still going to go through. You know, it's it's uh, the the trauma. The complexity of this trauma is is something that that I don't know how how they I mean they will move forward, but because there's no choice. But ultimately, this will change the trajectory of their lives, no matter what age they are. Well, well, absolutely, and and as I've said before, and I'll, I'll keep saying that none of us here in Israel are the same people we were on the sixth of October. We never ever will be uh, again. Uh, you know, it's it's very hard to describe just how deep the grief and the mourning here in in Israel is, and. Um, there are times when I look at WhatsApp messages that I get from around the world, and some of them really compound our trauma here. Mm, mm. Uh, we are we are extremely. I know that the whole Jewish world is 
is grieving and traumatized. But in Israel, it's, it's a different kind of trauma sure. because we are still living with the effects of well, well, it's trauma and fear and uh, the reality that so many people aren't around because they are there on the front lines or they, they are waiting, uh, you know, that, that uh, it's, it's just a constant anxiety that at any time as well, rockets could be fired over your head. We spoke about last weekend where you had this incredibly strong uh, barrage of rockets and as, as used to it as you are, uh, it's, it's still very unnerving. It is unnerving. My poor husband, earlier this week, we were walking on his way to his car uh, from his office, and right above his head this was happening. And I was sitting at home looking at the alerts coming in, knowing that it was where he is, and feeling a sense of utter anxiety because I didn't know uh, where he was or, or if he was safe until, the, until my phone rang. Mm-hmm. And we all live with that. Yeah, yeah, it's very frightening. What happens now to the troops that are in Gaza? Do they just stay where they are? Do they come out? Like, what is the, what is the, what do we know? Well, what we know is the ceasefire went into effect at 7 o'clock, and at quarter past 7, we had uh, red alerts at Kesselfim and Einash Rosha. So I don't think that they will be uh, removed from Gaza. They, I think they will be on alert, uh, because uh, we know from past experience that Hamas have uh, are, are, once, are, are not those to necessarily observe a, a, a ceasefire. And there are also other terror entities within the Gaza mm, Strip. Mm. So I don't think we're going to be pulled out of Gaza. They will be extremely alert. Uh, we've just had a, a notification coming in from the IDF that they have complete uh, to preparations for the ceasefire, and they have destroyed tunnels and tunnel entry points at Shifa Hospital. They have also sent warnings to uh, Gazan civilians not to return to their homes in northern Gaza because that is still a live combat zone. So uh, we have here a pause in fighting. But as was uh, reiterated yesterday, this is certainly not the end of the war, and it will continue uh, after the ceasefire. And uh, the the ceasefire, of course, doesn't extend to the north, does it? Well, Hezbollah have said, uh, and these are their words, they said, if Israel sticks to the ceasefire, so will we. So we will be on high alert uh, uh, for the next four days, what is happening? Hmm. So, in other words, uh, it might actually be quiet everywhere. It might be quiet everywhere. We are hoping for quiet everywhere, but uh, we will see as the days unfold. Is there nervousness from Israelis about Israel's ability after this? To start up again Because it is going to You know, if if Hamas play it The way, uh, if they were smart They would They would uh, they, they, they would hold back now After this And let Israel be perceived As the aggressor Because that's, what, uh, that, that's how they like to do it uh, It's going to make it much harder For Israel To start up again And to resume military operations Is that a concern within Israel? Let's see. Let's see what happens. Mm. Uh, our army is strong. We prepared for any eventuality, and uh, you know, with all respects to people out there, 
our, our concern is not the PR war. Our concern is the safety of our hmm. civilians. Hmm. That is paramount. Uh, our stated goal is to eliminate Hamas. That's what we're there to do. We're there to, to finish that goal. Uh, and as Prime Minister Netanyahu said just two nights ago, he has given the green light for the Mossad to take out Hamas leadership wherever they may be. That is very, very interesting as well, and I wanted to ask you about that uh, because it, it's uh, in the beginning, towards the beginning of this conflict, he he seemed to hold them back from going after Hamas leadership uh, in Qatar. What's changed? I think what's changed is the seventh of October. Mm. I think what is what has changed is the the levels of barbarity. And depravity that that we saw, mm. uh, and uh, the, the, there's just no excusing or allowing for the mastermind of attacks like these to go without facing justice. Yeah, there's absolutely no doubt about it. So, uh, has there been any international reaction that you've seen to that statement that they will that Israel will go after Hamas leadership? Well, I think that uh, the entire international community understands. I mean, the, the international community went after Osama bin Laden. And true. contrary to TikTok, uh, he is <laughs> a very, very bad man. Mm, uh, the mm. international community have gone after the leaders of ISIS, of Al-Qaeda, of major terror uh, organizations, and, and, and so will we. I mean, of course, we know South Africa has extreme compassion uh, and, and concern the South African government uh, towards the leaders of, of Hamas. They seem to be um, shills for, mm, for mm. Hamas terror groups. Um, so the international community has said, you know, Israel, we understand what you need to do. So go out and do it because they also understand that it's not just Israel's security that's at stake. It's, uh, it's the West's security that is at stake. Um, and I'm sure governments all over Africa who have uh, faced the wrath of Boko Haram and, and others who have murdered um, Christian communities and, and other Muslims in those countries would also understand the need to go after the heads of these terror organizations. Absolutely no doubt. I wonder, it must be interesting to consider what they must be feeling right now. Uh, maybe they feel they're protected, but uh, we know from the history of the Mossad, it's uh, pretty much that you're not safe anywhere if they have made you one of their targets. It's a very, very, uh, must be very unnerving for them, no matter what their bluster, no matter what, uh, how they protected themselves and surrounded themselves with in the, in, the, in the lap of luxury, it uh, it can't be an easy feeling for them right now. It can't be an easy feeling, and, and, and you know exactly as you said, it doesn't matter where or how long it takes, we will get you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Raleen, the, the just uh, before I let you go, four o'clock this afternoon. Uh, what kind of coverage do you think that there will be around this? Because it's it's both very very private, but also a national event, and uh, balancing that is not going to be easy. 
Well, that's exactly that. It's not going to be easy. There will be no press conferences given uh, by any of the released hostages to the uh, to the media, as we can all understand. Mm. We know that uh, the, the previous hostage that was released at Ifilov Hospital obviously did that under extreme duress, mm. and we're not going to allow for that. Uh, again, mm. we're going to allow. We're going to give them their complete privacy. Obviously, Good. the, the yeah. media will be there to uh, cover the exchanges. Uh, there will be briefings to the media from the diplomatic core uh, here and uh, from the military uh, because we have received invitations for that. Uh, but I think any uh, any coverage of it will be very very strictly controlled. Uh, for the safety and for the well-being of those hostages. As it should be. Rolene Marks, uh, thank you for a fantastic week of very difficult reporting. And uh, please, God, when we speak to you on Monday, it will be with good news. It will be not only about these 13, uh, but hopefully a lot more hostages will have been reunited with their families. Wishing you a fantastic weekend and a Shabbat Shalom. That Israel Report was brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Hi, it's Barry Cohen from the Blue Agency. Israel is currently facing one of its biggest challenges ever. All of Klal Israel is praying for the safety of our soldiers and the return of the hostages. We hope and pray that our soldiers and security forces will prevail and that they will all return home speedily and triumphant. We hold the hands of our clients and friends who have children serving in Sahal, who are protecting Israel and Jews around the world. May Hashem protect us all.